Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 10th of December. Today, I'm joined for the last time this week by Hamsi Kumar, who is a Watson's Daily ambassador. Hi there, Hamsi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Quite excited to record today, but I had such a great time this whole week. It's kind of bittersweet. Ah, well, I'm really glad we actually managed to do this because this is the (laughs) third or fourth attempt. Um, It looked like we were having technical issues. So I'm really pleased we're actually getting to do this at all. Um, But anyway, brilliant. Um, Well, yes, uh, likewise, been absolutely brilliant to have you on this podcast. Um, So um let's let's uh get you know get the show on the road as it were so um yeah. what um what story did you find um what story did you find most interesting today the story that i found most interesting today is really relevant to me for two reasons firstly mm-hmm. i'm doing a master's in law at the lse and my specialism or my intended specialism is competition law nice and secondly <laughs> not not that i'm an, ex- an expert <laughs> but um secondly i actually saw a video related to the issue that we're going to talk about which was mm-hmm. amazon is being was fined yeah. 1.13 billion euros by mm-hmm. the italian competition authority mm-hmm. for basically prioritizing uh, promote its own goods over sellers who refuse to uh, participate in the fulfillment by Amazon. Mm-hmm. They, it's like a service they do where sellers of goods could be, they could just just send the gifts or send the products to Amazon mm-hmm. and ha- Amazon will just handle every single thing from distribution to customer service mm-hmm. and the, the video is really interesting to see because you could really see how much you know robotics and tech is involved in that whole process of distributing from the from the moment you click you know pay rooted mm. but it's really interesting from in terms of an antitrust perspective because the what the Italian com- uh, competition authority said was Amazon must offer equal treatment in terms of how they promote the goods that are being mm. sold to all sellers, not just mm. its own goods, not just people who signed up to fulfillment, the, pro- the program that they have. Um, mm. But it's, it's not, I have a lot of doubts about the role of regulation and yeah. regulators when it comes to big tech, because yeah. they can, they earn so much that they can just, take on the fine and still continue to pursue anti-competitive actions mm-hmm. and sellers of goods. It's not like they can switch because especially if they have sold on Amazon before, yeah. if they start to sell by themselves, what Amazon has done in the past is they they have all the data from you putting your product on the website. Mm-hmm. They will find out how you got the product who yep. manufactures it and they will just sell it at such a low price mm-hmm. that you, you you just can't sell because everyone's going to go to the cheapest price available yeah and they're going to get it directly from the manufacturer mm-hmm. and we've seen with amazon and all all kinds of other tech companies they're willing to forgo short-term profits in mm-hmm. for long-term dominance yeah yeah sounds familiar um you know i mean obviously facebook but all all the you know all the big tech um you know not actually not all but you know um certainly facebook uh 
definitely springs to mind when you say things like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, this this kind of thing is very interesting. Um, and, you know, I, as I've said before with big tech, um, I don't think it's enough that you have um, one regulator giving mm-hmm. a fine um, because it just... You know, Amazon, they're so big. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a 1.1 billion euro fine sounds like a lot of money. But for Amazon, it, you know, it, is that going to put it off doing this kind of thing? I mean, you know, what, what do you think? I mean, it's kind of funny that the same authority, the Italian Competition Authority, had previously fined both Amazon and Apple collectively mm. for about 225 million US dollars Mm. because both Amazon and Apple entered into this deal where they agreed not to promote or sell Apple products on Amazon's website Mm. you know and you've seen right now we're seeing the German Competition Authority investigating Amazon we Mm -hmm. recently actually to this day one month ago Mm. Google lost its appeal in you know in the Google shopping case where it promoted its own product you know other people's shopping goods and mm. it was a, it was seen as a big win for the eu mm. regulators mm-hmm. but sometimes it's it's almost like they they're just it's just a small obstacle for these companies mm. unless there's some form of coordinated international effort between the national competition authorities as well as you know the eu competition authority you know transnational mm-hmm. authorities mm-hmm. i doubt that this will make a significant impact because they mm. can pay the fines yeah. if, if jeff Be- bezos is worth so much i'm pretty sure mm. the company <laughs> is willing and able yeah. to pay these fines there has to be something more punitive because fines mm. when, you know fines in itself they're a form of deterrence right if we see mm. You know, there's a fine on saying, you know, the emergency break on the overground, mm-hmm. for example, it's about thousand mm-hmm. pounds. That's mm-hmm. a form of deterrent because you don't want people to simply abuse it. Yeah. But it, it, they don't care. <laughs> this is yeah. not a deterrent at all. In fact, yeah. I would say this motivates them even more to mm. find more ways to earn more money and increase their profit margins. Mm. Um, I mean, in it, some way, yeah. you could say that maybe they see it. I, I mean, I don't know, but. You know, maybe they see it as, oh, you know, we're doing, we're doing, we're barking up the right tree here. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Yeah. If we're getting a fine, it means we're doing something right. Perhaps I don't know, uh, but yeah, yeah. And um, the tech lobby in the U.S. is considered now more powerful than the oil and gas and coal lobby. That's how powerful they've become in such mm. a short time. Mm. And they, they just know if when it comes to regulation, if they know the right people. And they're able to negotiate for better deals or terms. They'll be like, okay, we won't do this. But in fact, you, the regulator will still say you can do X, Y, and Z. That mm. doesn't help when it comes to promoting the welfare of consumers, which is the goal of competition laws, to make mm. sure that we have options as consumers. Mm-hmm. But with big tech, it's it's hard. Like even I have an Amazon student Prime <laughs> subscription. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because it's so good and it's yeah. fast, like it's it's there, and it, in it, we have to give credit to them. They have built such a wide network in terms of the distribution. Mm. They're very fast. Of course, they abuse their workers in the process, but mm. it, it's also in, exemplifies how we as consumers are willing to look 
the the other side, mm. <laughs> um, including that. And when I say that, I put myself in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, um, you know, I do think that, that that is certainly a theme, isn't it? I mean, um, you know, consumers saying one thing and doing another. Uh, I mean, the other the other great example of that, of course, is um, you know, fast fashion. Um, yes. When everyone's going on about boohoo and how they've they've uh, underpaid their workers, and then. You know, they're saying, oh, it's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And then, oh, bargain. Oh, <laughs> oh, I think I'll buy that. Um, you know, ooh, and then Black that Friday. All, exactly. It's <laughs> like, and then it's like, you know, it all goes out the window. Um, so, so yes, I mean, I, yeah, it is interesting. And I think, yes, you're right. And especially when taking on big tech, um, I really feel that they need to get together. But my, one of my fears is, and again, this is a very cynical way of looking at it, but um, it, it almost seems to me that, Anyone who goes into a, a, a regulator's role, I think, and I may well be wrong, but I think they have half an eye to the job that they're getting afterwards, which will probably be at a company that they are regulating. You know, yep. because um, I would not be surprised if you, let's say, get a, a you know, a a, a, a a regulator, a tech regulator you know, once they finish their term to go and work for Facebook or, you know, Meta or Apple or something like that, because, you know, these companies can afford to pay these people loads of money um, on some sort of nice, cushy, non-exec direct role um, and they, where they get paid loads of money for coming in one day a week. Um, you know, that yeah. is the holy grail. Don't don't blame. I wouldn't blame anyone for trying to go for those things. But that's why I wonder whether regulators, is this a reason why regulators may possibly hold back a bit? Um, and, and the other thing as well is I think that there's a lot of um, ego uh, involved mm-hmm. with the regulators as to who's the most powerful and who's got the most influence. And the problem is, is ego will get in the, I think ego will get in the way of actually a proper coordinated action um and that's why i think that it's it's not necessary it can't work unless they really do put all those things to one side and really try and do a proper job um and so it's it's up in the air really um but it does seem that the stars are aligning and there are more regulators willing to take on um big tech but uh you know, if they don't do something coordinated soon, it's just going to get too big and unwieldy to do anything about, I think. Yeah, I agree. You know, most of these competition authorities, they're funded by taxpayers. Mm. And you've seen, you know, a very unpopular deputy prime minister now working for Meta. Yeah. Um, yeah. So nice cushy number. Just... Well, actually, yeah. no, that's not actually, uh, to be fair to him, I don't think what, um, Nick Clegg is doing is is cushy. I, I think actually he is probably earning his money there. But um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yeah, probably it is. Maybe not Nick Clegg, but if we're definitely in general, people yeah, yeah. are more likely to. But they'll have the experience. They'll have mm. the know how, and mm. these big tech companies will offer not just a very lucrative salary, but so many perks. Like they will relocation costs yeah. they might pay for your school your, your yeah. kids yeah. school fees right. <laughs> like they'll, Look, they'll just cover everything sh- drivers yeah you know that sort of stuff 
yeah. Uh, golf yeah. club memberships, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a funny old you know it's a funny old world. So, but uh, but anyway, you know, let's hope that they do uh, get everything coordinated and everything lined up, and uh, because that's the only way I think that they stand any kind of chance against the might of big tech. Um, you know, I mean, obviously China's taking a different approach because China can. You know, the government is much mm-hmm. more all powerful and can control controls more levers um, and can get away with doing things that maybe Western governments can't. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think that um, they're obviously they're they're doing the same. The, you know, they're doing the same thing um, in China, but taking a different approach. And I would imagine that they have a better way, you know, a, a better chance of managing to bring these these companies uh, under control um than western ones i think but you know we'll obviously we'll just have to see yeah watch the space indeed um <laughs> so moving on um i think we you know, go to the the other thing that um um you know i, I thought was uh, interesting today um so it was um a wall street journal article about starbucks uh and saying that um, the employees in Buffalo, um, they managed to form that they voted to form their first the first uh, labor union ever in Starbucks. And this was subject to a lot of pressure um, by the company for them not to do, you know, not to vote for a union. Um, so I think this is pretty impressive that they managed to do that. Now, you know, they want to sort out, they want to have their own union so that they can you know, the union can be their voice. And I think this is a big thing, especially for Starbucks, um, mm-hmm. because you would have thought this will spread because now this is a, a precedent in Starbucks. Um, but also you do wonder whether this is going to spread in that industry and other industries, because um these places have been obviously people in these places have will have been discouraged from joining um unions and i think that you know after many years of of some unions in some industries being pretty much doing nothing really um i think that the at the moment the imbalance between the employer's needs and the amount of jobs available for employees, um, the power appears to be in the employees' hands at the moment. Um, mm. And, and you know, we've seen that, obviously, you know, we mentioned some stuff this week about Tesco and Harrods as well, you know, these workers. So Tesco's getting, um, you know, getting a pay rise. Harrods getting, uh, Harrods restaurant employees getting a massive pay rise. Um and it just is symptomatic of um, employees feeling more confident about taking mm-hmm. on their employers. And although that's great from a workers' rights point of view, ultimately, as consumers, we are probably going to suffer because um, increased unionisation of such things is going to mean increased p- wages. Increased wages is increased overheads. Increased overheads will probably be passed on to the consumer, so in the form of higher prices. So ultimately, it is good for the individuals uh, concerned, but for the company and probably for the customer, um, we are going to be paying for that. And I mean, although 
the thing is, it's probably different in the sense that, you know, if Starbucks, for instance, um, uh, you know, does goes decides to go on strike, the workers, the baris, the baristas from Starbucks decide to go on strike. I don't think they're going to have the same power as, say, I don't know, the tube drivers going on strike or something like that in London, um, because people will think, oh, they're on strike. Oh, well, I'll go to Cafe Nero or, or you know, or something yeah, instead. Mm-hmm. It's not it's I mean, it's a it's a pain, but it's not a, it's not a problem. Um, but anyway, it'll be interesting to see whether we see this spreading from Starbucks to other coffee store chains and other chains like it you know um because actually if if you managed to get a union that was strong with you know and had all the members of the of your, like starbucks and pret and all sorts if all of them decide to go on strike at the same time then that might be a you know that might be quite powerful but um but anyway i don't know i think that um but at the, but at the moment you just think actually a strike for that is not necessarily a good idea especially as we've got the omicron thing um lo- looming over but but anyway um it does it does seem that the employees um are more powerful at the moment yeah but, but what do you reckon what do you reckon yeah i definitely think in the short run it's going to benefit the workers mm-hmm. But if prices go up, what's going to happen is they're going to sack these, the workers. Yeah. And when, you, when they're sacked, there'll be massive unemployment. Mm. And the, the power, the pendulum will swing back to the employers. Yeah. It's interesting how we can see this <laughs> vicious cycle almost. Of mm. when, because the power will always lie with the person with the most money, with the most bargaining power. Yeah. And the moment it's with the employees mm. because of in the US there's high inflations. They've also mm. had similar shortages in certain industries. Yeah. But it, when everyone's unemployed, they're gonna want a job and yep. they're gonna the employers will be able to have the power to decide. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I definitely think so. I mean these things really do go in cycles and at the moment it's it's the employees. And let's hope that continues for a bit, because usually it, it doesn't it doesn't continue for that long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, hopefully they can you know, get unionized, you know, make sure that they get treated fairly um, and then, you know, move on from there. But um, but I think it is interesting. And we, we do seem to be seeing more of this um, happening at the moment um, and whether or not this continues will obviously depend on the you know what's what's going with on the cron the 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 overall impact i mean that you know there were some economists saying that it seems like maybe it's not going to be that bad um but i don't know no one knows no one knows at the moment um yeah. but there you go so i guess we'll 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 finish on that note um yeah, sure. you know work, workers rights <laughs> um and <laughs> just say um you know uh, hamsi it's, it's been great um you know, to uh, speak to you on, on this podcast um, this week. So thank you very much for your time. Oh, you're welcome. It's been oh. such a fun experience. I oh, never good. thought being an ambassador would give me all these opportunities for the podcast. It was also fun to do Watson Whackdown. It was such a fun experience. <laughs> oh, we're definitely got to do that. I said the, the Whackdown again, we're definitely going to do that again. 
I mean, the reason why, the only reason why we haven't done it again is because we couldn't coordinate enough people at the right times, <laughs> the right place to do it. So we're going to, you know, it's one of the things that we're going to be um, reviewing, uh, you know, over the time that we're off uh, on, on uh, uh, over Christmas, because also um, we, you know, te- teams and things are changing. We're taking on new ambassadors as well. Um, and I think that, you know, things are really evolving. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's that's one of the things. Actually, one thing I thought I would say um, at the end here is is to say that um, obviously, we, you know, Watson's Daily is going to go on um, for until the end of next week in terms of, um, you know, day, daily um, uh, publication. But then I'm, I'm taking time over the Christmas holidays to um write uh watson's uh yearly which is a big undertaking mm-hmm. so that will be coming out but in the meantime we'll be releasing um more um uh, quick bites from from the watson's daily ambassadors but also i'm i actually thought about this this morning i'm going to do a special watson's daily where i will do a, a write-up of how to get the most out of Watson's Daily and all the resources because I just don't, haven't had the time to do that properly because I've been so busy doing everything else so I thought I would do that and then I would leave it up on the website so people can actually see it and then use you know use the resource so that they know how to use the resources better because there's so much on there and I feel that you know it's my fault for not really <laughs> explaining it all in detail because um, I think when I tell people, oh, there's this and there's this and there's this, um, then everyone's all very surprised. Um, and the other, you know, the other thing, which I forgot whether I said this yesterday or not, but that whole Instagram thing, which is, you know, the carousel on there, the way that you can use that. Everything we do, you can use in, in, in you know, in a, in a way there's there's always um, a reason behind everything. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I'll leave it, leave it on that note. Um, uh, and um, thank you very much indeed. Um, and thank you very much for listeners for listening. Um, hope you have a lovely day. And um, the podcast will be back again uh, next week. So many thanks. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.